welcome back to another episode of Fit for Life Radio. I'm your host, Gary Diego, here with your co-captain hosts, Ben and Will. Co-captain hosts. We were just uh, trying to gather ourselves from a good laugh of uh, Ben's throwback disc golf tournament victory. Was it a victory? It was a victory. It was. So you, know, you you need to go watch the video. Yeah, on Facebook. Uh, just shared it up there. It's uh, it's goofy. <laughs> it's goofy. It's good. From years ago. Sometimes you got to bring those back. Yeah. And did they do a little post game interview? Were you more like NASCAR like or football like? Were you like, man, I'll tell you what that did. <laughs> well, uh, this, this man, the, called, man this, the, the frisbees were flying great. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. I mean, it was. It was totally like. But I mean, I'm just not ready for it. You could tell in the interview I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. or, or were you more were you more NFL? Just... Like, yeah, I just first off, I gotta thank God. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there was a little bit of football there. I didn't watch that whole thing, but um, yeah, there was uh, you know in the first you know and it went behind the, in some trees here in the thicket here and then. And you know, I squared up to my putt. Yeah, telling a story like uh, like you didn't get to see, you don't get to see it, but oh man, it was it was really thick snow too. That we played in some nasty nasty weather. That was that was pretty interesting to to see. <laughs> Those Florida frisbee golf boys don't know you, Michigan. Michigan uh, they could they golf. couldn't hang. They couldn't hang. Damn. There's no way. There's no way they could. Could you hang in that that hot, sticky, humid Florida it, it cha- weather? It changes it, but it's a lot easier to go mm. like warmer than it is to go colder because the frisbee literally becomes like hard as a rock. You have to pack different, like different type of towel, and um, like yeah, it's a whole different, whole different ball game. Damn! What so, if you had to play in like 110 degree heat? The, yeah, the frisbee becomes super floppy. It starts turning over more, so you just have to. But again, have you, ever, have you ever played 110? Yeah, yeah. Where your first yeah. melting. I mean, not 110. Probably. I'm talking but. like Arizona, Death oh, Valley. No, no, no. no. Let's I, go. I did play. We, we used to play in Florida, actually, and okay. it was uh, it was way different though. It was yeah. way different. Yeah. Your your uh, your frisbee will break on a on a tree too. Like uh, that's why it's called the cracked plastic classic. Because what happens is that uh, there's so many trees on that course, and like damn, frisbees break sense. all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'd be pissed if my frisbee broke. Me, yeah. Or, or it gets like lost out on the ice, and you're like, I've had that frisbee for five years. Do I go get it out on the ice or not? And Do I want to fall through today? I mean, some people go crazy. They, yeah, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. You mean the sponsors don't pay for your frisbees? Uh, if you get if you get sponsors, you can get sponsors. Yeah, I, I didn't have a frisbee sponsor. I had a bag sponsor, but I only I, mean, I went through one bag. Like you should have gone through as many bags as you could. I, yeah, I you should have pushed should've that. Handed them out and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Sell them under the table. Oh damn! Like someone, someone took my bag. I need a new one. Uh huh. It was. Yeah, yeah. It would have been that easy. Could too. have been running a racket. Mm. Mm. So Ben, I'm gonna ask you this because Will's been at the gym the most and cutting those mats, so he's probably starting to hate it a little bit or despise <laughs> it. So how how does the new gym feel when you walk in? It is it is it more more grand? It's sophisticated. I mean, really, that's the that's the word I'd use for it. It's it's just. You know, and our and our old gym has it's got a great feel to it. You know, it's rustic almost to the way. Rustic. <laughs> but uh, but this one is just I mean, it's super, super clean, super professional, um, but in a comfortable way. It's really I mean, way, the way we painted it, the way we set it up is making it very comfortable. But it's just uh, yeah, very sophisticated. The step up matches kind of our <laughs> our I don't know our aura. A yeah. little bit better. So, than... okay, let, let me ask you this. If you had to take each gym out to dinner, mm. 
Like, what, what, what would the old gym be, and then what would the <laughs> new gym be? Well, okay, you might have to help me out with the new gym because I want to take it. I want to take it somewhere nice, uh, you know, somewhere maybe a little bit, All right. a little bit out of my price range. But the, like the a, old like Outback Steakhouse, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, take the, like, take the old gym, the chilies, the new gym. Viking burger. That's what we go. Oh, You're man. taking the old gym, the Viking burger. burger. I, I mean, it's still like it's a good. Everybody uh, loves it. Of course, it's yeah. Still a little thing. You're not gonna not enjoy like the burger you eat, but you're still mm-hmm. just you're still looking over your shoulder. Like, hopefully, I locked the car in the parking lot, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, new place. <laughs> TGI Fridays. Oh God. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Yeah, there's uh, uh, somewhere. Somewhere nice, <laughs> somewhere nicer. Sometimes I wonder how we even signed up like new members. <laughs> like that, you know, like Check you, you out have this a corner spot. Yeah. You have a strategy session come in, and there's a popping off class going on. Job rules blaring, and you're like talking to the to, screaming at somebody <laughs> sitting on the bench, and you you have to talk to him like you're at the club. Like hey. Yeah. What's your goals? Yeah. <laughs> you Someone, know what, like that's it. Just sets him up. Then Dwayne's right there doing med ball slams, you know, with, and with his the compressions, his white compressions. <laughs> and, the, and finally, the song's over, and then I'm struggling with IBS. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> everyone just heard that. That always uh, happens, man. It's always the worst moment when the, like the song changes. Uh, and then, yeah. Oh God. Oh, but you but know what? It's charm. It's part of it. Moving it's part on. of the appeal. Moving on. Uh, Memories. Now yeah. we won't have to do that, but it was kind of nice, you know. <laughs> Some of those. The turf. I think the turf. The good stretch of turf is going to be the best, though. Like. Oh yeah. It's. You say that, and everyone's like not looking forward to mm-hmm. twice the length of turf. Yeah, and we got to wear it down too. I'm sure. I don't know how. I don't know how Slick well it is. Slide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do a lot of sled pushes. Yeah, on it. A ton of sled pushing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, what's it called when you got to like prep something, get it ready, kind of like a. a what do you call it? A cast iron skillet? Mm-hmm. You gotta season it. <laughs> you gotta season it. Yep. Or like a baseball Person. glove. You gotta break it in. <laughs> break it in. Run the car over it a few times. Yeah. <laughs> throw, it, throw it in the washing machine, whatever. Let it tumble. Maybe we'll have somebody bring in their crotch rocket and just yeah. do some laps. Yeah, do some burnouts on it. Uh, That'll no. work. That'll see. All right. Well, speak the gym, the environment of the gym is gonna hopefully be better speaking of environments today we want to talk about everyone's individual environment and how environments trigger behaviors i think this is something that's uh, we've maybe touched on a little bit before but it's i would even argue ultimately it's going to be the deciding factor for, for, for most people yeah you know like even if um you know you you have an environment that's yeah, like basically like Cheetos at your house, Cheetos at work. No one does anything active. Um, you, that, like, that's what you're going to resort to, you know. And then yep. w- when you change and start acting differently, if you don't change your environments or kind of create new ones to, to support what you're trying to do, you're going to f- kind of fall back. It, it's it, it's nothing wrong. Like any of us would do that, you know. Yep. Um, it, it's just a hard thing to fight against. True. So, like, so, I think a, a good example is because it's, it's harder for me since I started working as a trainer when I was 20. So, a big part of my environment has been at a gym. 
But for Ben, you know, Ben's been working at the gym for what a little over two years, yeah. and before that, uh, you you'd really besides disc golf. Uh, <laughs> you, you didn't have too much fitness or food or anything, you know. Uh, you know, you want to talk about that? Maybe how kind of your transition from finding an environment like Coastal, so like a gym and a group of people who you know to have that outlet every day. So it kind of becomes like a workplace you go to every day, but but a more supportive environment for for your health and fitness. Yeah, we, we just kind of as we were walking down memory lane, just remembering Michigan, remembering. Uh, being up there and it's a it's just a very different it's a different environment in the way that it's uh, concerned with almost survival and uh, like gritty hard work but not anything like like self-care or or actually improving on the quality of life really it's just oh it's another year like oh it's another winter (laughs) another six months (laughs) like let's just buckle down again and get through it um, so you eat whatever you have to eat. You, uh, you kind of, your only activity is like shoveling. <laughs> so, um, but really just, just not any type of, uh, no emphasis on actually like, what is the quality of, of living here? What's the quality of my health? What's the quality of, yeah, I mean, even things like, like movement and, uh, and exercise, like, um, it's, it's secondary to, to that survival instinct up there. Um, so, you know, being up there, living in that environment for, for long enough and you just, things like that go to the wayside. What I, what I chose to eat, um, it was, was irrelevant. It's really just like, did it taste good or did I have enough money for it? Did I, um, I mean, even, you know, I mean, really just, yeah, just irrelevant that it actually has a, an impact on my long term and how, like my growth as a person and um, where I'm going to be in five, ten years. Um, it's just, it's just never been. It was never really, never really a thought up there. I mean, even from you know, all all age groups, all you know, people that I knew, people that I worked with, like in my office environment um, uh, when I was an accountant. It, it, it really, it spanned the the whole <laughs> the whole state. It felt like. Um, yeah, and then maybe touch on how. So say, you started coming to an environment like Coastal you know, as a member and there's people, you know, obviously like fitness is on the forefront and nutrition and you start working out, you want to eat healthier. And then that kind of forces you and bleeds into changing your other environments, right? Like for probably your house, right? So I'm sure even you just thinking back now to like, what was the environment of your house set up for before uh, going to the gym versus now and after it's probably a completely different environment, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. So like, uh, <laughs> emphasis on the like TV gaming system, uh, like entertain myself at the house. Uh, yeah, kitchen. I hardly went in there. <laughs> you know, like unless I'm grabbing like a bag of chips or some Oreos or something. Like I'm 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 not I'm not in there. I'm probably figuring out yeah, like what game am I gonna play or what TV show am I gonna watch. Um, you know what I'm gonna spend my money on speakers because I want you know to hear this game louder or whatever. Uh, what am I gonna? How am I gonna arrange my living room? What am I gonna? It's it's around that. Um, but I, I would like to touch on yeah coming coming into the gym uh, and going there as a client. Everybody just seemed I mean not only concerned about about like themselves and how they were doing, but like other people the, the overall like positivity. Um, uh, optimism, outlook on life, uh, those were the things that were really standing out 
And I think that those types of like the positivity, um, the the actual uh, anticipation of like things are coming that are good, or if I put the work in now, I'm going to end up better. Um, those attitudes were always underlying, and that's, I mean, you could say, okay, well, you're at a gym, you're going to have this this fitness mindset. Okay, yeah, everyone everyone had that. Yeah, we all want bigger muscles, or we all want to lose weight, but. Um, those underliers, and I don't know if it's a hand in hand thing or what, or what you know, whatever you guys think about that, but those were the big impacts that that have kind of eventually bled into, I think, in any environment, I'm gonna hold to, you know what? Like, I'm actually gonna think about what happens next. And I'm gonna actually think about like if I do this, what are the effects on it later? Um, uh, and, and actually, you know, bode well for positivity as opposed to just kind of yeah, just getting through. Um, but, uh, but yeah, as far as, uh, as far as the house goes too, all of a sudden the kitchen becomes a lot more important. Uh, you spend more time in there mm-hmm. <laughs> actually cleaning, prepping, uh, you know, you gotta know where things are. You gotta know if, you gotta know if your chicken is thawed or not, for instance. I mean, that, that's a, that's a huge thing. And so it shifts, uh, the, and as far as like chips and Oreos, hmm, if I leave those in my house, like there's one thing that's going to happen to those and they're going to get devoured. Mm, they go. Probably pretty quick. Yep. Um, well, I, like, like you know, we're, all three of us, you know, we're, we're we're very in shape. We're very like health conscious in that way. But you put that stuff in our environment, in our bubble, um, it's going down. I know that. I, I can speak for all three of us on that. There's, yeah, there's no, for sure. There's no real like. Um, I don't know. A lot of people feel really bad about that. They feel like they're weak or something because because their environment controls them. But we're all in that boat. Yep. Yeah, I think a lot of people, a lot of people get kind of not trapped, but they get set up in that. Especially people like when you're single, I think it's a lot easier. You control literally everything, um, but once you have a family and you have kids, and there's a lot more factors externally, like oh, your husband, their wife keeps freaking gummy bears in the house and chocolate and all this stuff, and no matter what you do, they won't you know take it out of the house, and they always have it. Um, you know, that's like your environment affecting you negatively, you know, or you keep like a ton of snacks in the house for the kids and you find yourself munching on them. Um, those are the kind of things where like your environment has set up your habit to eat those crappy foods because they're there, you know, and it happens for everybody. I mean, no matter what, like if there was donuts on my counter right now, I'd be eating a donut while we're doing the podcast. I'd probably try to sneak one. Like if there were, if there was a dozen, I probably would have had two already. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like that and so that's why like we don't keep donuts at the house you know we we really actually we have like one of the most bare bones kitchens in the world which is great if like, we literally buy what we need every week um but yeah like that if, if you keep that stuff in the house then you are so much more likely to eat it so a better solution is just don't put it in your house buy just what you need you don't have to stock up for the apocalypse or anything crazy like that like just have your weekly stuff that you eat and that's it. And then when you want something good, like go out to eat and, and tie it to experience with your friends. Yeah, that reminds me, one of our clients, uh, she going back and forth on our Coach Catalyst app, she mentioned how she kind of told herself, you know, to say no to those things at the grocery store. And when you do that, you only have to say no once, Ooh. right? Yeah. If they come in your house, then you're, you're gonna have those internal battles and have to say no a lot more times which we eventually walk by exactly and eventually like 
you're going to say yes, you know? So, yeah. No, <laughs> so, that's, yeah, that's, that's human nature, I think. Yeah. Um, Over time, it does seem that, you know, put yourself in, in the environment of, of, you know, just, I guess, not having to say no. Or, or, I mean, I guess the best example would be you come to Coastal for a while. And, and you see all these people who are really, yeah, really optimistic about life, about their bodies, about where we're all going, I guess, as a, as a culture. Um, it becomes a little bit easier if you are put in a different environment to kind of hold true and remember kind of what coastal kind of sticks with you. And I've heard that enough to, to believe it to be true, mm-hmm. like where you're just you're in a situation. Oh, there was a, there was a lady who uh, went on a cruise the other uh, like some about a month ago or something. And she's looking up at this thing that there is to climb up in this cruise. And all of her friends uh, were telling her, uh, that's dumb. Uh, no, why would you do that? We're all drinking. Like, we're having a good time. Like, the environment is, like, basically sit around and, you know, <laughs> and enjoy yourself. Relax, right? Her This this calling inside of her was just like, I think I want to do that. I'm capable of doing that. Um, it, it's really nothing, no, like... Uh, pressure but just more of a, a, a call to, to do it and and the coastal environment the the stuff we talk about her her capability like it won out and she went up she climbed it she felt just so accomplished so amazed I mean a year ago she wouldn't have been able to do that kind of thing and and she didn't need her friends to kind of bring it with her I'm not saying that we're that that's you know where you need to be you need to leave you know your your uh, people behind or something but what I'm trying to say is that it becomes easier the longer you are in that environment. The more you buy into the fact that, you know, uh, yes, I'm doing this at first, maybe just because it's all here. But eventually, um, it becomes deep. It becomes ingrained. And and that I want to explore my capability. I think is the underlier, the thing that is carrying her, carrying with her, um, so that when she sees like an opportunity like that, she can do it, and she gets that feeling of accomplishment and get and that. Um, reminder that she's a, a fit person, that she's a strong person, um, and you know, despite what her environment told her. Yeah, and I think then what what happens then is what people don't see themselves as or realize they can become is you become a leader and can change environments. You know, mm. like for example, and and Will might be able to talk about this, uh, especially in Whitney's case, you know, working at, you know, Ferguson like she does. With, same with Alexis. She's a teacher, my wife, and she, you know, when we were in Virginia and then in California, so different schools, you know, she takes her little lunch to school every day, eats kind of the same thing. And at first people, you know, people make little, you know, jokes or whatever. And then, but eventually people start asking questions. And then eventually some of her coworkers start packing their own lunch and bringing their own lunch. And then that becomes the norm, you know, and then all of a sudden you've, you've changed your environment, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, that's, you know, really the only way I think as a nation that things will kind of change is, is ultimately everyone believing like they can be a leader and a coach and, and that kind of person that, you know, they think they're not. What does it take? You think, I think it takes uh, what one one, yeah, one client, one person at a time, like changing them, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just like getting true belief in people. Like people have to be, and this is why, like I hate, you know, the Planet Fitnesses of the world because, I mean, it's great. It's a gym. People can do stuff active, but ultimately, like to them, 
like you're just a number, you know, you're not a person. Mm -hmm. Like people yeah, aren't really going to change, you know. Now, if you if you need like a ten dollar membership and you're already into fitness, it, it actually works works great, right? Like, um, but for people yeah, but, who r really need to change and that don't believe in themselves, like you're not going to get what you need, right? So, which is like the overwhelming majority of the whole country, probably the whole world, really. Yeah, yeah. Like how. Like our obesity rate's so high right now. Like it's the highest it's ever been. Uh, yeah, it just came out. It's like still climbing, you know. Dude, so. it's like, yeah. And then like type two diabetes is at an all time high. Like, like I think it's two. Th I want to say it's two thirds of mm. the country is either type two or pre diabetic, something like that. This is like a wild statistic that I didn't believe at first, but like that just shows that like more people out there are like not the end of fitness. I just need a $10 membership to get my workout on type people, you know, like they need help. They need an environment that's going to help kind of breed the success and, and the change they need. Cause clearly like the environment most people are in isn't good. If that's where we're at as a country, yeah. you know, um, we have more, more gym memberships than ever before, but more obesity than ever before. Yup. <laughs> yeah. So like we're missing the mark somewhere. Yeah. And I say we, like, I feel like as a, an industry, industry yeah and it's like because we're, we're missing the mark yeah people need like and it takes time to change you know like look mm -hmm. at someone like one of our members who inspires a lot of people elizabeth webb you know like yep. she she didn't start like that now people come and they talk about how inspired they are they see her change she's always you know she'll she's text like she'll text people leader, they don't show bro. up yeah. yeah she she definitely turned into like somebody that people look up to people respect and and people like want to be there with her yeah. Because of like she, you know, how much she changed like physically, mentally and just like who she become or became. Yeah. So to answer your question, Ben, it's it's I think the answer is like creating leaders, you know, not yeah. not creating more fit people like, yeah, you want to make them fit, but you want to create people that are confident enough to be leaders and to help other people. Yeah. And, it's, you know, and get other people going and like contribute to that positive environment. I think that's the best thing that can happen. Yeah. I, th I think uh, I think if you would have extracted like like me six months into coastal, put me right back into the same environment that I was up in Michigan, I don't think I would have. I don't think it would have held. I yeah. think I would have enjoyed a little bit bigger bicep and then went right back to pizza rolls. Yeah, yeah for real, <laughs> the, the hot pockets. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, just just whatever. Yeah, whatever is easiest. Whatever is you know. Definitely, definitely easy road versus like correct road or hard road or whatever. However you want to look at that, um, I definitely would have gone back to easy road. It, I couldn't tell you when the turning point was. It probably there probably was no specific turning point. There was probably it, it, the the feeling got stronger and stronger and stronger. And I know you know now years later um, that you know no matter where I go, like what environment I'm in, um, there is there is some basic principles that are always going to stick with me. That yeah, I mean will clash you know like the environment will clash if they want to sit around and do nothing like that's very difficult for me to do i've embraced that and so i'll probably need to do something um it's uh i don't i don't know i don't know when i got to that point or how long it took um uh it'd be interesting to kind of explore that like what how long do you think it takes what, what uh, how, how long do you need to be i mean because you can create a habit and what do they say 21 days yeah, but that's uh, I don't even think that's true either. If you know, you're doing like, daily or something, yeah. but 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 what does it take to create a uh, unshakable quality? Yeah. Something that no, despite the environment, you can hold on to and say. I think it's this a lot of habits. Like I think it's a lot of habits built on each other, 
and then like a lot of it's you 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 mold your environment right as you go like as your habits get stronger so does your environment so you create like a whole new like life for yourself almost and then i feel like all of that reinforces where you're at i don't think it's just like oh well i did this habit for 21 days i'm a different person i think it just takes it takes time to build up and i think there's little tiny habits along the way that a lot of people maybe don't quite see because it's not a major thing like prepping your meals like that might be a huge major thing or grocery shopping you know consistently every week is a major thing but then there might be some small ones that you never even realize that you do that kind of come along with those that really add to like making you successful and i think it's just the sum of all of that um happening over time you know as you slowly change um into where your brain is like okay with you like doing all that you know because there's always resistance on the inside some like you know people go through that like oh you know i was craving donuts or i was craving cake or a slurpee um and i feel like the longer you do it the less you get that kind of stuff too so it's really you know you shape everything slowly as you go no one does a month of you know eating well and, and exercising and you know they're just like the king of the world they do everything right you know i feel like it just takes a lot of time and how much time i think depends on the person some people might take four years for them to feel comfortable enough to where like you know i'm unshakable you guys go do your thing when we're out you know partying or whatever i'm gonna have like one drink and i won't eat anything um and some people might be able to do that in a year so i just think it so varies on who you are and how long you've been like that too yeah i think it definitely takes time and i almost think too it is almost a bit of a light bulb light switch type type moment for most people you know yeah at least in my experience working with clients uh they eventually like it just finally clicks like that mm -hmm. confidence you know and a great i think a for, for people listening, if you listen back to episode seven of Fit for Life with our guest Madeline, she uh, it was the it's called How to Control Your Environment and Live Fit. That that's a great one to listen to. And you know she's someone who's moved around like three or four times, and it's it was cool to listen to each time how she, like she created the new environment. Like oh she couldn't you know eventually had the kids and couldn't find a workout class, so she got certified to do the stroller the stroller uh, workout program, you know, and, mm -hmm. and man, like, can you imagine, you know, when everyone gets to that point to where, like, like Ben was saying, like, you're just so, like, you have it down so good, like, it, it's no question at that point, so I almost wish we could yeah. go back and ask her, like, what, you know, when that was for her, you know, um, mm. so, if she's home for Christmas, uh, yeah, exactly, we can have her on again, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so to, to everyone listening, I would say you really just have to push for the process and eventually you know you'll you'll get that light bulb moment to where yep. you're really confident in what you're doing so that that moment when that happens too and it's i, I guess it's yeah it, it, i think you guys are right it varies by person and if if it is that moment too that like being patient not really uh trying to force that because once it does hit it, it becomes like these choices on a lot of them that are uh I guess difficult to make they, they become a lot easier when mm -hmm. that is your you know that's who you are no matter what doesn't matter what environment you're in all of a sudden it's not like it doesn't even feel like going against the flow anymore I yep. mean if you're yeah if you're if your environment is sit around do nothing eat garbage and you're going to try and do the opposite you are going against the flow yep. um, and that is difficult and that will wear on you you have to say no to donuts 
four times because you bought them and you brought them in the house and you left them on your counter. You know, every time it gets more and more difficult. You, you have to, you're going against the flow that much. Um, eventually, um, by just by either changing your environment or just making it more central to who you are, either the flow is changing, meaning you don't have donuts on your counter, or um, or saying no to it's automatic, and it, all of a sudden it's not such a struggle, it's not yep. such a push. Um, that that is what you're looking for over time is is noticing how much easier it does get. Um, that's just diligence, you know. That is just patience, diligence, and. Uh, um, it will come. And I think that's, we touched on it last week, actually, in the, the podcast with, with Lindsay um, on, like, the, the growth mindset and being process-driven. Like, if, you're, if you have more of a process-driven mind or focus or whatever when it comes to, to nutrition, then it becomes, like, saying no in the moment, you know? Like, not worrying about later today or tomorrow or what I'm going to do this weekend. It's just, like, in this moment, I'm going to make a good decision. Because I know I should. And I think that gets a lot easier um, because I think your like your um, sense of like purpose for why you're doing this gets stronger the more you do it. You know, it becomes part of who you are. And so you're better at saying no and making those good decisions more often um, because it is your process. You know, like the outcome of, you know, saying no to, to whatever donuts or muffins in your office um, you know, six months from now might be being leaner, you know, and you're making the decision in that moment for later on too. So I think having that growth mindset really helps. If you're fixed and um, you're just kind of just, this is what I do. Oh, you'll have the, you'll have the donut. You know, it's not, a, it's not a big deal. You don't want to change and you're going to have that. So I think it kind of goes back to that too. You, uh, Gary, do you notice any uh, uh, environmental change um, that was substantial from moving, you know, coast to coast, Virginia to Santa Monica, um, that would be you know, like worth mentioning. Yeah. I mean, really like it's like, that's a huge, huge difference, you know? And it's, it's interesting cause really, so certain things you, you would maybe do on the East coast and the South, uh, that would be frowned upon. Then you do those out here and, and it's frowned upon, you know, like if you like ask for, Oh, is this, is is this organic or whatever? Or is this chicken free range? What what farm did it come from? People would look at you sideways, right? <laughs> if you did that out here, it would be completely normal, right? If in, in fact, if you didn't ask, people would probably you know judge you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's, right. it's really one extreme to another. So um, you know, and that's and sometimes that can get taken too far too. But yeah, the the in the West Coast in general is a little more. Uh, fitness, he- healthy-minded, forward-thinking mm-hmm. with that stuff. Do you feel like um, it's been easier to live your lifestyle because of that, or um, has it made an impact at all? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, when I say easier, like really, like you, you don't want to be that guy, right? Like, <laughs> you know, where like if you're at a restaurant and you want to ask if um, they can steam your veggies instead of cook them, because uh-huh. really you don't want, you know, rancid vegetable oil you right. like you so you, like say you just want to ask at a restaurant right because you don't want them to look at you funny or think they're going to spit in your food or cause whereas out here you would know 
like that's a normal everyday every meal thing right or now they really it, it just says it on the menu you know like yeah. that's a perfect example is now like it's on the menu like this is free range this is where the food came from this is what we cook your food in mm-hmm. um it's it's just completely different but but in all honesty like it's it it's all catching on though you know when i used yeah. to travel out here like three four years ago i mean i was i was blown away right and then you'd go back i'd go back to virginia and it you just couldn't believe the difference but now like it's slowly like there's more restaurants and stuff like that on the east coast that are popping up so so really it's it's catching on yeah do you think uh to actually i mean i noticed this but i'll get your take um like the the perfect weather out there and just how accessible things are like do you like it seems like that plays into like how active you are now you've always walked like when you were here you still walked Arnie pretty you know routinely not pretty routinely but now like you're like a freaking machine and you like walk or bike everywhere and it's like when you're not working or cuddling with your dog it seems like you know you're out moving like do you feel like Cali made that a lot easier for you just like that whole environment is almost set up for being outside and, and moving more through the city it's like not yeah. working or cuddling your dog. So like 15 minutes of your day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> Lots of cuddles for Arn. Uh, um, I'm getting real sad. I'm about to leave him here too. But no, yeah, like that That definitely plays into it, you know. And then that creates a, a different environment, right, to where it's mm-hmm. more people on average are like, oh, we go hiking on the weekend, right? Yep. Where it's like you look at someone – in Michigan to go <laughs> hiking, right? Since they don't hiking do it half the week. year. What is hiking? Like, I, you, I, you Are you might, going down to the store when might, it snows? Yeah, you might be uh, like skiing, like you're hiking up a mountain so you can ski down it maybe. Yeah, and, and it's funny, it's all about habits, right? So if you don't uh, do that for half the year, it's like then when it's summer, you, you don't really have that habit, you know? True, Whereas true. like here with the more uh, mild climate, like you do it all year, it becomes a habit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's definitely a big role. But for me, the biggest lifestyle shift, uh, which is actually probably my favorite thing, it's just very unique, even to where I'm at, like in Los Angeles, is the fact that yeah, I don't really have a car and I can walk or use public transportation and get everywhere. So it's like a whole mindset shift to where, like, if, you know, if I had to do that at home, I would be like, there's no way, right? But eventually when it's the only option and you start to do it, like, it's just the way it is. You don't think twice about it, you know? Like, I'm like, oh, I need to pick up something from the grocery store. You know, I go walk three blocks to the grocery store. Yep. Or I need to go get this or that. Uh, you know, I'll hop on my on the bike and, ride, you know, ride it. Um, so that, I mean, that's, like, really cool. And, and I wish uh, it would never happen. But ultimately, you can see why, like, probably everyone was healthiest, like, a hundred years ago, you know, 80 years ago when yeah. before like transportation and like was, was super convenient and, and all this. So, you know, people had to maybe like be a little more active and, you know, it, it's just a different whole different world, you know? So, so what you're trying to tell people is that <laughs> if you want to live the easy fit life, then you should move to Southern California and it's a great mm-hmm. environment to be in. <laughs> It's funny, though, because – but half the city, though, um, you know, it is L.A., right? Where like yeah, exactly. It, if you commute – and like, some people couldn't – like, you can't not have a car because, yep. you know, you and then you're stuck on the highway for four hours a day. If you and, work and, in the middle of the city. 
Yeah, so it's really like finding pockets. And I think the thing is like you can create that anywhere in a way, you know. So it's like, well, you know, you know, yeah, try to try to work, you know, close to home or something. And you don't have to drive as much. And that gives you more time to go for walks and bike rides. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is like see how much time you spent for me. Because you remember when I used to have my old gyms and I had to commute 30 miles uh, every day. Yep both ways i mean i think back to how much time i spent in a car that was dude three hours a day in a car i've been there you know i was there with you so like you take that out you literally just sitting in a car you take that away dude that gives you two to three more hours to do whatever you want now again Uh you could sit on the couch and veg out or that could be time you're going on walks or or Mm -hmm. going to the gym or just doing whatever so um so i think about that you know like i walk to the gym right like 20 minutes right the gym's only a mile away. So in reality, I could have a gym far away and drive to it in 20 minutes. It takes up the same amount of my time, but over, I mean, can you imagine the difference in 10 years of walking, yep. walking that extra two miles a day versus, versus driving it? Yeah. No, I think that's huge, man. So, um, um yeah. Yeah. Uh, one, well, actually one thing I thought of that, uh, just a good example of kind of like crafting your environment and the way people, kind of help each other is how um, at the gym, there's the whole crew, which like Debbie and, and Lisa at bare minimum, but they always go walk the Nolan trail, right? Like right. they kind of crafted that themselves because yeah. they want to be outside. And so now they do that and they drag like all kinds of people along with them. And so that like, that's a good example of like creating an environment and people want to participate in that, you know? And they kind of, you know, they push people to do it like, ah, come on, come outside and do it. Um, but like the two of them really kind of push that, you know, get your movement in type thing. No matter the weather, dude, it could be snowing and they're going to go mm-hmm. walk the Nolan with their dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Debbie sometimes twice a day. Um, but I don't know if you saw, but she got her knee replaced. So she isn't walking the Nolan right now. <laughs> yeah, I saw. But then dude, she's going to be a freaking machine, though. Real, like Real life Debbie Dude, yeah, <laughs> she's turning into De- like the real Debbie Once she recovers, bro, she's going to be unstoppable. Mm, she's gonna be quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. She probably is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But you know what? And that's that's a perfect way for people listening. Like that's how you be a leader, and that's how you even just look. You don't have to change everything, and, and nothing's gonna be perfect. Like you can't. Not everyone can c- come to Santa Monica and, and where everything's walkable and do all that, yeah. right? But it's little things like how Debbie. Always went to Nolan, and then a couple other people start going. Now four or five people go. Yeah, um, you know little things. Even where you know Ben, where you live now, you can walk to over to City Center. Um, I remember you know when I was living there, and okay, we were going to go for drinks. People would meet at my house, and I would walk there. And since I was walking there, everyone else would walk. Like even though it's just one little like three quarter of a mile walk, uh, that that kind of stuff adds up over time. And, it does, and, man. And that's your environment. Like, hey, we're the type of person where something's half a mile away, like we're going to walk. So, um, you know, it's just little things like that, finding ways to to change your environment uh, in in small places. Yep. And they add up. Habits. Habits and environment changes all that Speaking of which, we should go to that Boathouse Live place. We should. Maybe it's Saturday for dinner. I just drove past it. I didn't even know where it was until I drove through, through City Center and finally saw it. Yeah. I guess I've been oblivious to it every time I've driven past on the way to the new gym, but mm-hmm. I finally saw where it's at. Yeah, that's where the Toby Keith used to be. Yeah, mm. I, if you would have asked me where Toby Keith <laughs> was, I would have had no, no clue. So, 
Now I know. Now I, saw, I saw you. You might be going to a concert there. I mean, they yeah. got Modest Yahoo coming yeah. in, in March. Yeah, yeah, I might go to that. That'd be cool. Nice. It's nice to have a little venue close by. Instead of having to go to the Norva or um, the National, you know, Norfolk yeah. or Richmond. You got a little in-between area. Mm. Could be cool. We'll, we'll hit it up. All right. So, man, it's already been already been 40 minutes. Mm. Mm. Time flies. Well, by the time mm. this time podcast flies. comes out, you'll already be here. That's true. This is true. And I want to I want to say this before I forget. Since we're close to Ben's song song of the week, Ooh, have y'all have y'all seen on Spotify where they have the your they make you know the custom mixes and they have hold on I'm pulling it up here your time capsule. Mm, let me see. Yes, I your have not time capsule. I haven't ventured into that. Oh, Spotify I, load. Dude. Oh wait, no, no, no. I, I've seen that one. I'm thinking of the 2017 top hits. Dude, the time capsule I've done is the, excellent. I've done the top hits. Where's the time capsule at? Mm, it's, it's amazing. It should be up there. They didn't give the me. They didn't give me a time capsule made for you. The daily mixes daily are mixes. amazing. It's all the way on oh, the right. Your, oh, yes. your time capsule. Is it just like everything you've listened to over the years? No, dude. It will. Maybe it takes into account like your age and stuff. So it would kind of take your listening preference and then songs maybe from, you know, when you were growing up and stuff, different periods. Dude, that is crazy. And, and like it nailed it, man. Like These it, are all like my middle school and high school songs. Yeah. Woo, I'm about to so go dope. through that. Maybe I'll jam to that today. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was listening to it yesterday and just going through it. Every girlfriend, every like, you know, little school thing, baseball team, pre-gaming, like all that stuff, man. It was, it was. Uh, I was like, Spotify, Spotify gets, gets me. Spotify knows. Me. <laughs> it does. It's, it treats us right. Mm-mm-mm. Right. The so. old, like I'm strolling through now, and, mm, just reminiscing. You don't even have to listen to the songs. You can just, uh, you can just look at them. See the war. See the thing. Like the, the name of that song. All yeah. right, Ben. All righty. What you got? It's called "The High Road" by Broken Bells. Uh, yeah, I. I I haven't heard any of their other stuff. Um, wouldn't even think it's that good uh, from other other stuff I've heard. But this particular song is fantastic. A little more chill than I've been throwing at you guys recently. Um, yeah, this is the kind of song you drink a glass of chocolate milk to, you know? Mm-hmm. Just chill out. <laughs> <laughs> you drink chocolate milk to chill out. <laughs> Oh, man. They got special kind of chocolate milk in California. Well, I bet oh, they, they special, do. Special, <laughs> huh? Kind of special. I don't know. <laughs> Some medici- medicinal chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> medicinal. Uh. Mm, yeah. Uh, definitely worth uh, the, the lyrics, too. Um, got some depth there. Got some heart. It's, it sounds like older stuff, you know? It's, uh, How old is it? It is a little bit older. I wish that I, sounds I, familiar. I'll tell you what. I, I think actually, it was on a show. It was on some show, like oh, really? song. Yeah, it sounds real familiar. One of the uh, one of the artists is from. Uh, this is really informative, I know, but it's from an older band <laughs> of some kind. Oh, cool. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Take that nugget to the bank. Oh man. What, what was the name of it again? Uh, the High Road, Broken Bells. Mm. Now I gotta know. Now I'm like real curious. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I've heard of that. that. You're gonna see. You're definitely gonna see some. Uh, 
some good stuff. No matter where you search on that guy. Lyrics, who that guy, that famous guy was. <laughs> <laughs> that one guy who's been in a band before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like every, all, the, all these singers end up like making like three or four different bands. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely one of them. He was, yeah, some, I want to say like classic, like Motley Crue or something like that. And, and just totally, a, a totally different, different route. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think we'll we'll sign off with that. Yeah, it's going to cash out. It's been 40, 44 minutes. Cash me out. That's a song. Is that a song? Is that what the kids are doing? No, nah, cash, cash me, me outside. Out. That was that one chick. Cash me outside. Some meme. Cash me outside. Yeah, she was a meme. She's probably got a lot of problems now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hit us up. Thank Don't you. be afraid to uh, look us up on social media and ask questions. Or find Ben on Facebook so you can see his frisbee golf mm-hmm. glory yep. days and uh if you're in newport news come by the new spot we'll post up the address and stuff on all the socials so people can know what we're doing um send out some emails um yeah it's gonna be dope bad news bad news all right holla later